I didn't bring my son up to be killed by a falling cow. G dot E dot E dot K 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 Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G dot E dot E dot K podcast, episode twenty two. I'm Reg. I'm Dan. And uh I'm Sean. You're Whoa. not Steve, you sound more manly than Steve. It's Sean, not Steve. <laughs> yeah, That's um, my name, don't wear it out, boy. Interesting. Sean? Well, uh, Steve isn't here with us today. No, but that was me. <laughs> it was you, Dad. <laughs> it was you. I reckon you might have fooled some of the, uh, the listeners in here. Yes. Um, but the reason Steve isn't here today is because he's at currently tea in the park. Um, yeah. Which I thought was fair do to him. Yeah. Really good, until I found out why he's there. McFly. Worse. Um, what's worse than McFly? Little Mix. Oh, okay. He's actually gone to see Little Mix all the way up to Scotland. It cost him like a fortune, and he didn't even book the tickets on the you know when he, he just, officially released. Like, he went counts. on eBay. <sighs> he went wow. on eBay and bought a day ticket. It cost him something like two hundred and sixty odd quid for the day, just to see Little Mix. Just to go see Little Mix. That's how much of a massive fan he Amazing. is. Amazing. I think that's the only reason he came number one with Cannonball, is the fact that he just bought every single copy. Mm. I do remember him saying it's just got so much more emotion to the song than Damien Rice original. I think that's when the, the original microphone wire went around his neck. Yes, that's when you and him had fallen out. Yes. Well, one of many times. <laughs> one of many. Yeah. Um, the thing about Blooming Tea in the Park, though, the, the lineup is ridiculous. Um, yeah, Blooming Mumford and Sons headlining. Yeah, we watched that um, last night. Cortina's. Where are we? Proclaimers, of course. Scottish Festival. <laughs> everything, everything. Imagine Dragons. Uh, Stereophonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foles. Two Door Cinema Club. Editors. Frank Turner. Bastille. Local Natives. Oh, my word. The lineup is immense. Uh, Frying Rabbit. Oh, I wish I was there. Have you seen their, um, their stage Lumineers. sign at the side for Frightened Rabbit? No. He set up um, a Facebook and he tweeted it before. And uh, in his words, how over the fucking top is this? <laughs> and it's just this huge, massive, you know, like telephone graph pole sort of thing that they've Oh, got. it's the cross. It's the yeah, Frightened Rabbit yeah, cross. The cross. They're, they're well, lo- yeah, just for anyone who doesn't know, that their logo is like a cross, but with three, um, well, two lines on one album, three on the next. So, Yeah, and this is literally about four people high. So, like, me Amazing. stand on top of me, stand on top of me, stand on top of me again. It's it's absolutely huge. Well, so you can see it from the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, but that's what you're saying. It was completely over the top, and there was just, like, no need for having that big. But it was like, it's a Scottish festival. It's like our home festival. Yeah. We should do this. Seriously, I wish I was there. Well, in fact, speaking of a little mix, they played um, Alton Towers live yes. the other week. Uh, and it was headlined by someone called Ollie Murs. Um did you see what happened? Alton Towers uh, tweeted a picture of Ollie Murs on Smiler. Yes. And went, um, Ollie Murs has just been on Smiler twice in a row. That's 28 loops before he goes on stage. And the abuse that suddenly just ended up in the comments because everyone's like, oh, he gets to go on twice without queuing a bet and we have to sit there for an hour and a half. Wait really? For him while it breaks down. <laughs> and True. It's like you got to rewrite it twice in a row. Incidentally, I got on it twice yesterday, but I did have to queue 80 minutes twice in a row. What, 80 or 80? 80. I'd see the first time was about 60 minutes, second time was 80, it was the end of the day. But uh, worth it, amazing. It Incidentally, I went to Alton Towers with um, what 
I, I, I the, the sort of person I love going to Alton Towers with a, a, a Hex first timer. <laughs> now always the best. Hex is just. It's like the Sharktopus of rides. It's so bad, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, it has just very little the, the redeeming qualities, apart from the uh, really bad video at the beginning where they go on about the furious battle of science versus the supernatural. Um, the smug face on the uh, on the Earl as well is just a little bit funny. And It's, it's such an awesome little video. It's, it's great. It's I so think it's on YouTube. We, we should post it. <laughs> but, yeah. The the best bit though is going into Hex, sitting down, and as the ride begins, watching the person who's never been on its face, because it'll go one or two ways. They'll they'll either be really really confused, or they'll work it out very quickly and just be like, why what on earth? Just seriously, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, why did we wait yeah. so long to get on this? There was a guy that we used to work with, um, who was just I mean, wasn't the brightest bulb. Let's face it. Oh, but I know his you're about, face. Yes. Was, was amazing. amazing. So anyone who doesn't know Hex, essentially, it's like, imagine a pirate ship, but like a really long pirate ship. So you just kind of like really long benches, about 20 people in each row. And as it swings up and down, the room moves with it. So it doesn't look like you're moving. And then eventually the room starts spinning in the opposite direction. So it looks like you go upside down, but you're not really. Um, yeah, so it's it's quite confusing. So there's there's five words that you just... I long to hear from the person I go on it with. And if they come out and they go, did we go upside, upside down? down. <laughs> That's when you can just be, thank you. You give them a hug and just say, thank you for coming with me. Um, yeah, this guy was just, his face was an absolute picture because he was just, I mean, it's an audio podcast, so I can't really do it justice, but the look of confusion was amazing. And he was <laughs> silent for a good two or three minutes after it while he just, he didn't want to say. But eventually he was just like, so... Um, did we actually just go upside down because I don't quite understand? And just, yeah. Uh, this person was all right. They, they they were slightly confused, but they worked it out pretty quickly. They were just more just bewildered by what had happened, which is quite good. <laughs> oh, it's just amazing. It I is, love it. It's so such good. a great ride the first time around with people who have been on it. It's so good. Yeah. So, just so good. What don't, I mean, sometimes when I go on it, I just sit on the opposite side to everyone else just so I can watch their faces because that's the only bit of enjoyment I'm going to get out of it. It's just wonderful. But um, the other thing was we were blooming, we were queuing for Smiler and we get probably about five, ten minutes from the end and a voiceover comes comes over he goes your attention please we have an important announcement regarding the smiler um you have just lost the game thank you everyone in the queue is like what i was like damn you the game you the game about the game the game <laughs> i hadn't thought about the game in about nine months yeah now i think you only know the game because i've explained the game to you yeah it's a very confusing game. yes the game is essentially you're not supposed to think about the game. The game is purely that. If you think about the game, you lose the game. That is all the game is. So th there's no real end to it. There's no real winners. There's only losers. And you could go for years without thinking about the game. Then someone will just go, oh, did you play the game? And you're like, yeah, thanks. And no, I've just lost the game. <laughs> this guy decided he'd announced to the entire queue over the tannoy, you have just lost the game. I reckon about four people probably got, got it. My my friend was just looked at me just like, um, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Very weird. Yeah, thankfully it's not one I've played. 
So I'm all right. Well, you, everyone, you're always playing. No, not yeah. me. I'm special. But why? It's just because it's me. It's something to do. No. No. Okay, fine. Moving on from Alton Towers. Yes, please. I reckon about um, 25% of our podcasts involve talking about Alton Towers. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And then the rest talk about Marvel. And uh, the other one thing we do have to touch upon, um, which is some really unfortunate and quite sad news okay. uh, to sort of open up the podcast with. Right. Unfortunately, uh, Corey Monteith um, from Glee. Finn from Glee. Yeah, unfortunately he's passed, passed away. He was only age 31, Yeah, I believe. Mm. Um, and he's for, all, for all the jokes that we slash you make about Glee, that's still Yeah, it's I, sad, I feel really, it, really bad now because obviously I know quite a lot of people listen like listening watch glee and i know we take the mick out of it all the time which is why i thought this week we'll go you know one step away from that yeah um and obviously our thoughts and prayers go out to friends and family of of cory and uh yeah it's just it's really sad he was so young and obviously he started other things as well apart from glee so i don't know whether he did but regardless he did he started like white noise too um oh right right. fair enough (laughs) and and some other things i can't remember off the top of my head i just remember reading that and i was like yeah i didn't really miss him in that Mm. wasn't a really great film well all i really know about him in glee is he constantly just he'll start singing a song and then he'll run behind the drums and just start then drumming and it was always so just some guy would be sitting there at the drums one of the band would be sitting the drums and he'd come over and they'd get up and get out of the way and they need to sit down and drum. Yeah, there was always seamless drumming while they were switching. <laughs> every, every time it happens. Brilliant. Amazing. But, but yeah, that's that's the, the sad news. But yeah. hopefully we'll have some... Uh, some comedy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we all like comedy. Yeah. Um, should we begin with watching... Um, now, okay. I, I hope everyone knows that we're big fans. In fact, I've already mentioned Sharktopus. And we, yes. we talked several weeks ago about uh, a wonderful uh, movie that was on its way entitled Sharknado. Now, Sharknado, the first trailer came out, um, and neither of us have watched it yet. Not yet. So we figured we'd watch it and give our thoughts live on air. So, um, Reg, do you want to pop round here? I do indeed. Oh dear. Just for anyone who doesn't know, um, Sharknado, if the name doesn't give it away, is um, imagine a tornado. Yes, scary enough. But um, imagine a tornado filled with sharks. Is this trailer called Too Violent for TV as well? I don't know. That's the subtitle of the thing. So Sharknado trailer. Here we go. Amazing. Rather looking forward to this. Hurricane David is poised to be the first... It's a storm. It's what's driven them all up north. I've never seen so many up north so bold. Wow. There's much flooding here. Not in the ocean. You need to go home. I'm not going anywhere. Storm's coming, it's coming fast. Amazing. You just through the window. Just gonna sit back and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What else is gonna get shot? Amazing. You shoot out of the air. This is like... <laughs> it's just raining sharks. We're gonna need a bigger chopper. Possibly. Damn you, Sharknado! 
Right. Wonderful. Okay. That looks amazing. That now, looks so much more expert. Unfortunately, we have to wait until September to watch that. Oh, what? It's on Sci-Fi Channel UK. Or Sci-Fi, it's called now, isn't it? Um, yeah, they've they've signed to show it, and it's not going to be on until September in the UK. It's a shame. It, lo- <laughs> it just looks amazing. Yeah. Amazingly bad. But amazing. I mean, the, the, chain, the amount of chainsaw action that was going on that was like an evil dead film. I mean, it's, harpoons are hard to come by. Yeah. I had noticed, though, it was literally only sharks in there. There was actually no other sort of marine life in there. You didn't see, like, an no. octopus or you didn't see... Uh, well, just, well, you've seen... You've seen nothing. No, that wouldn't work. No, but there wasn't even, like, any of the fish. It was literally just solely about, like, what, about 200 sharks? Roughly. Swimming around in there. Approximately. Which, you know, as we all know, sharks hunt together in packs of 200 at a time. So that's why it's quite well, understandable. How do you know they don't? I don't think you're any authority on sharks, Reg. <laughs> Tell me otherwise. Well, I've watched Dino Shark and I've watched Shark to Puss and, and Jaws. Yeah, okay. Um, and Sharky and George when I was a kid. Okay. So I, I've watched quite a few things associated with, with this. Sharky and George, did you ever find it weird that they would walk on their fins, on their tails, like they were people? Yeah, they were under the sea where they could just yeah. swim around. It was, it was slightly dodgy, but it had the, one of the best theme tunes ever. Amazing. So it really did. You know, it's just forgivable for anything it ever did. Okay, fair enough. For any inaccuracies, yeah. Of course. Um, right, it, it actually, even though the trailer was actually only just released, it actually premiered on Sci-Fi in the States last week. Um, now, when Sharktopus aired, what, two, three years ago, it was the highest rated original movie on the Sci-Fi channel ever. Two and a half Shock. million people tuned in, not to mention how many people caught repeat showings. Yeah. Now, all the signs for Sharknado were aiming at it, beating this because Twitter was going mental. Apparently 4,000 tweets a minute about really? Sharknado. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, it only got, well, a pretty high amount, but 1.4 million people watched it. So it didn't quite do as well as Sharktopus. I think another reason why. I know why. Because the people watch Sharktopus. Yeah, and that's... You don't want to get burnt twice. <laughs> wow. Well, it was... It, 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 if it didn't have the immortal line, damn you, Sharknado, I'm, I'm just not interested. I hope there's going to be some really witty line in there of of the yeah. old like twister shark. There's got to be something. Well, we're going to need a what was it? We're going to need a bigger helicopter. That's yeah. That's we're going to need enough. another chopper. <laughs> or a bigger chopper, wasn't it? Yeah, we're going to need a bigger chopper. Amazing. No, just no. And Tara Reid, like she couldn't read the lines in that trailer at all to mm. save her life. It was awful. And to be fair, can she really act in anything? American Pie, she kind of fitted in. Yeah. Anything else I've seen since. She was okay in Scrubs. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought she was pretty decent in Scrubs, but that mm. just takes away anything and just makes you think, wow, she's really washed up. Yeah, well, she's on Big Brother, wasn't she? <laughs> really washed it. up. Oh, washed up like the sharks. Sharks Excellent, out of the excellent. Oh. That's good. On a roll. But, um, On a roll. Uh, well, we'll stick with the movie news, shall we? Yeah. There's been some quite entertaining movie news. Um, one that I'm just breaking out of you, whatever you were going to say. Okay. Um, one thing that Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Yes. Three. Amazing Spider-Man. Wants um wants Spider-Man to be gay and MJ to be a guy. <laughs> Same. Right. I've got nothing against gay people, in the slightest, but what he wants to do is completely wrong. <laughs> because it's not Spider-Man. Because it wouldn't be Spider... If it's not Peter Parker, if the 
set up as though it was a different guy as Spider-Man. Yeah. Not an issue. But even in The Amazing Spider-Man, he's not that way inclined. So why does he want to try and change it and okay. bring it in, try and get an even niche crowd going for it? No. I, I think what he's doing, I, I love the fact that he's thinking out of the box and he wants to try and bring in as, what, as many ideas as he can do to Spider-Man franchise. Okay. Brilliant. But keep them within at least, you know, the Super, uh, the Spider-Man like, era. Yeah. Anything well, that Spider-Man associates. Jimmy and Superman in the Man of Steel is a girl. You didn't do. I, I can't remember what they call it. I think it's Jenny or something. But it's but, but that's a little bit different. Because... Yeah, because he still wants a love interest with MJ. Yeah, it this would is... be. It's a. It's yeah. I think he's more just getting publicity. I'm sure he's. I'm sure it's just an offhand comment where he's like, "Oh, it'd be really cool that." I doubt he's starting any kind of petitions to say change the be. movie. It really better not be, because I wouldn't be happy with. Yeah, this. I know you're a big fan of MJ. I am. Mm. She's my favorite. Go get him, Tiger. It's just awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know what? I was I really would have loved to have a, an episode without um, Marvel news, and I was gonna not have any, but it's too I late. brought it in for a change yeah. because I've hardly got any gaming news. So, so while while we're on the subject of Marvel, I will talk about another Marvel movie that's coming out um, or potentially coming out. So um, we got two X Men movies on on the horizon. We have got Wolverine, and then we've got Days of Future Past coming next year. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently. They also have in development a movie based on X Force. Okay, now X Force is a spin-off comic from X Men. Right. It was all about. Do you remember? I mean, probably from um, the animated series, the old X Men, Cable. Yes, yes. I so, love Cable anyway, yeah. and he's also in uh, X Men, um, the arcade, arcade fighting game. game. Yes, yeah. so awesome. K- it's basically a, um, a kind of a splinter team from the X Men that he he runs. Um, recently, Wolverine's been running them. Um, Uncanny X Men, uh, Uncanny X Force is the latest version of it, and Wolverine's been kind of the head. But um, people have been talking about Cable for a long time, and Days of Future Past potentially is going to involve him because he's time travel. You know, he, spoiler alert: he's um, Scott um, Cyclops' son oh. from the future. So that. oh, that's you know whatever. Um, yeah, the, the, it, it, there's a good chance he's going to be involved in, um, in that this. That makes sense, really, actually, think about it, because if you think about his costume... Yeah, a little bit. It's, little bit. it's very, very Cyclopsy. I never thought about it before, but it is. Although he's got the wicked eye. He's, he's the one that's got, like, the... Well, he, he gets, in, at some point in, in the whole X-Men kind of story, he gets this, um, this kind of disease that turns your body into, um, into metal, into, like... It's, I oh, can't awesome. what they call it. So he's got basically a metal arm and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. I, I, well, I, I really, really recently got into reading all the Cable stuff because of um, I was interested in finding out where the heck um, Avengers vs. X-Men was going mm. and found it was all about this Hope Summers who was like the last, the, the first mutant to be born in, in like years because of the... Uh, it takes far too long to go into it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I went right the way back to kind of the the start of it with his, um, House of M and the Messiah Complex and Messiah Wars um, and the, yeah, Deadpool comes into it a lot, which is amazing. Deadpool and Cable are in quite yes. a few things together. They had their own series that was Cable yeah. and Deadpool. Now, so this is this is why this is all quite exciting. That if they're going to do a movie of this, 
brilliant. It would bring in a lot of the kind of the, the second tier characters that a lot of people don't know about. So you've got people like, well, I mean, there's a few that I've been already in X Men, like um, Archangel, um, Nightcrawler, um, X twenty three. Um, That's a few more. Colossus, who was kind of a bit wasted in X three. So there's there's a few characters like that that would be amazing to get into the whole franchise. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, Deadpool. It would be the perfect time to relaunch Deadpool. Yeah. The, Ryan Reynolds was having an interview um, over Deadpool as well, which um, I was listening to, and it was it was quite a good interview. He was chatting away about obviously sort of the pro- projects and stuff, how he's backed out of the Highlander now, so he's nothing to do with the Highlander. Hmm. Um, and he was going on about Deadpool as the worst relationship he's ever had in his life. He said okay. because he loves the character. You know, but no matter what, they can never seem to get on. It's like no matter how hard they try, something always happens. They end up getting pushed away from each other, or they oh, end in terms up, of trying to yeah. get a new move, a movie yeah. made, or they end up getting together and yeah. it all goes wrong. Well, the as thing is, as the Wolverine, as Wade so, Wilson, he he fits. He does really fit. It's just what they did to to Deadpool yeah, in terms they, of like they, they ruined him. Ryan Reynolds as. I'm a massive fan of him, and it wasn't just because of the two guys and a girl on the beach place that had the bare naked ladies play in one of their episodes, yeah, which got me starting onto it. And I was like, "That's awesome!" Yeah. Start watching it as an actor. He's a great actor. Anything he does, sort of go in, I'm always bought into it straight away. I think he's great. Even Green Lantern, I actually really enjoyed the Green Lantern so much so I think I've watched it about four times now, and I'm still like, you know what? It's still a good film. It's not just gonna like. Obviously, I'm a massive horror him. I just, I think it's a great, it's, it's a good film. It's not the best interpretation by any means, mm. but it's very enjoyable to watch. And if there's nothing else on, I'll always, if have got someone around about, have you seen Green Lantern? Pop that on because you won't watch it anywhere else. I can no, guarantee it. <laughs> so play it. Deadpool, they really messed up on. And I was absolutely gutted because when I found out he was the one that was going to play him. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. And it wasn't. Well, it's just that the it whole film just, was a mess. It was to just be fair. shocking. So hopefully, everything if they do, was wrong about that movie. If they do do it, it'd be great. I've just been playing through the Deadpool game, and the Deadpool game's brilliant. Yeah, it's very, very samey, like ridiculously samey. But it gets to the point where Deadpool's actually doing jokes about aren't you being bored of doing the same thing yet? <laughs> I am. Wow. So shut up, so I can jump into your next game. And he's just he's just going on about it all. It's so well wrote. But anyway, okay. aside from that, get back to the films. Yeah. Yes. So well, uh, the most that's one of the most exciting things about me. It'd be perfect time to reboot it. Uh, it'd be great getting Cable in on the universe. You know, who knows where that'll who all would you go? Have but cable? I have no idea. Really, have no idea. It's got to be someone fairly old. But I don't know. Really, don't know. Tommy Lee Jones. I, I you need someone he's, big. He's built for that's the that, thing. That's you the need, thing, you need someone yeah. of maybe not quite that sort of age, but someone fairly Sly. big. Sliced alone. Mm, yeah, I just don't want him anywhere near any Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could be all right. If it's anything like Cobra, that would be awesome. That would be well good. And I would definitely go watch a cable film no. with Sliced alone. No. I think, no, no, <laughs> think that would be great. Um, but apart from that, there's not really many old actors that are decent enough to really warrant a... I mean, apart from, obviously, you know, the norm actors like sort of Pacino or like Clint Eastwood, mm. things like that. Fine, but when you come to the big action heroes like Dolph Lundgren or Arnie or Sly, no one could really fit the build of Cable. Mm. So we sort of we would struggle trying to find a decent well, of Cable. Question is, have they already cast him? Is he going to be in um, in Days of Future Past? 
there's far too many people to, in that movie. <laughs> one more is not going to make a difference. Yeah. Just, that, that's the the one thing, isn't it? It's 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 become like the new Expendables. There's just so many actors that just been brought in character wise. It's coming into it. Yeah. So like, when are they going to stop this? When are they actually going to mm. stop this? Are they going to be able to do another one? <laughs> mm. It's absolutely crazy. But... but the thing is, you you've got what people in the past, you've got people in the present, people in the future. So they they've got a lot. Yeah. They, they've got to cast pretty much potentially three people as the same do character. Reckon, do you reckon it's going to be a standalone or do you reckon they're going to leave it on a sort of cliffhanger too? Days um, of Future Past 2? There won't be a Days of Future Past 2, but I think it'll all get boxed off and but, but ready for a sequel. And, you know, they don't want to stop it. There's no no point. End of the day, they, they want this to be kind of, you know, a continuation of the franchise. I want it to keep going. Um, mm. And while I didn't, I wasn't that fussed on first class, I thought it... Don't know. Yeah, because we start... went to watch it. it we we classed it as a perfect Sunday afternoon film. Yeah, it was it was weird that it 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 like rebooted the whole thing. Yet now they've they've decided. Yeah, let's try and get it back within the kind of the franchise. Let's not have it yeah, as a reboot. Even the whole thing of they, they they rebooted it, but they still had uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine at the bar. Yeah, which. Which was, that, that was funny. Just that was maybe the highlight of the entire. Yeah, I <laughs> was... didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that, I mean that was great. But speaking of Wolverine, as well, just slightly moving on for two seconds. Yeah, cool. You want to be an Avengers? Yes, which would be amazing, and it would be perfect. That would be if they're going to do anything. If Fox and Marvel and, and Disney can sort anything out, sort that out. It would because be, that would be it would be great. Absolutely spot on. Just whatever you've got to pay, just pay it. Avengers 3, because that's, again, Wolverine has said that, oh, sorry, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman has said that he doesn't want to do any more um, Wolverine movies unless they can do something special. I'm sensing a pattern here where people have been involved with the one character for quite a numerous amount of Marvel films. They don't want to be in it anymore. You've got no, Hugh Jackman, just, Wolverine. Yeah. You've got um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. You've got, um, what's his name in the place, Thor? Um Oh, Chris Helmsworth. Chris Helmsworth has said he he can't deal with the diet and trying to keep it all okay. on top to do another Thor film. He said it's ruining him on the inside. Ash is going mental at the side because she's a massive fan of Thor as a person. Mm. Um, and yeah, she's she's giving me the look of evil because I'm telling her the bad news now. Uh, but yeah, he's, he says he can't cope anymore. And especially for the, the wage he was on. I think if they increase the wage like they're probably going to do now, he may be able to deal with the fact that he's got, you know, yeah. gone a strict diet for like twenty million dollars. Oh, woe is him! Yeah, but he could just have uh, pay for the op to have the fat taken out and fake muscles in, and there you go, and he got it set. Yeah. Perfect. Imagine just walk around as Thor. I mean, well, obviously, have you, like, have you seen? Um, what's the guy's name on um, on YouTube? There's a guy who she dresses up as Thor and does like uh, fake music videos and stuff like that and then he did a was review. it the guy we seen in the shopping centre in America that no, went to America no. he looked um, just like Thor that was amazing oh, let me try and just find it um, vamp for a little bit Reg fill, fill the air I, I like filling air um, but no um, okay so I also I went to a stag night last night Okay. Um, I went to Liverpool and it was probably the most tamest stag night I think anyone could ever go on it was a really fun stag night Okay. Because the stage, we just went to Liverpool, had a couple of drinks, and then we went to see Jimmy Carr, um, which, after seeing on TV, I genuinely thought he was dead funny, but I didn't think he'd be as dark as what he actually is. I mean, wow. 
he was really, really dark. All his jokes consist of paedophilia, um, death, disabled people, and uh, and racism slightly. Okay. Um, so it was right up my alley. He was brilliant. It was dead, dead funny. Um, but yeah, he got this chick on the stage. Brent Seaman, Liverpool, in the Philharmonic. Um, if you were there, you'll you'll understand where I'm coming from now. There was he was doing his own little sitcom. Uh, he said he wants to try and get commissioned for Channel Four. So he said he needs his best friend and a love interest for this triangle. Uh, so he wanted somebody that's got acting experience before or somebody who's used to big crowds. <laughs> so he put it up and this girl was like, well, um, I hold umbrellas for, for Kawasaki. And he's like, you what, sorry? And she went, you know, on the on the racing things. And he's like, right, get up on the stage. I'll, I'm intrigued. And she literally walked up and he went, right, okay. She stood there and he went, I'm just waiting for your body to catch up to your tits because they were massive Right. She sort of seen her ass a little bit, and you could tell straight away she wasn't ready for his humour, like not one bit. And he just kept going and going and going. After the show, she sort of like stood right near the doors with the fella, and the fella was huge. So the amount of people that are going past going, "Oh look, it's her!" And like wanting the photos. Okay. Fair do. She is like a model. She's like a burlesque dancer and stuff as well. Which he kept saying. So in other words, you're a stripper. You just don't know it yet. She was like, "No, no, I'm a I'm a burlesque dancer. We don't take off any clothes." And he was like, "Yeah, but you wear very little to begin with, anyway, don't you?" So in other words, you're a sort of stripper progression track. So you know now you're all right, but as soon as you start forming that habit, you go <laughs> right up to the stripper stage. And Ouch. he just started ripping into it, and you could see after the gig, he was like, "No, just leave it. It's all right." And a fellow was like a massive sort of like imagine like Rhino, <laughs> okay. right? Like, like this huge, massive grok dude, and he he was like ready to bounce. He was just he's like, no, just wait for him. He said he was going to be out here. I'm like, you're not really going to knock out Jimmy Carr, are you? Seriously, really? And it took quite a few people around it, just going like, there's no reason for it. It was a joke. <laughs> he even stated there was like so many jokes. Like, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. But all the way through it, whenever he's talking, you had the uh, screen behind him, which is usually showing like a photo of his face or like images of like what he was talking about. And throughout the sitcom, the audience had to read out like the the narrative for it. Mm. And every time she said a line, the whole crowd had to go "dirty bitch" <laughs> for everything she said. And she was uncomfortable <laughs> on the stage, bless her. And yeah, a fellow though was just like, "I'm ready," and he was. He genuinely was going to go. Everyone was like, calm down. There's no need to like spark him out. It was a joke he said on numerous occasions and he even complimented on being like a really good sport and having massive tits. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's all right. Congratulations on your large bosom. But yeah, it was, it was, Ace. it was so funny. But where, where, where were you? Liverpool? Yeah, we went to Liverpool Philharmonic and then we, <laughs> straight after it, we went to go for, um, for a few drinks. Now the guy I went on the stag do with, Toddy, doesn't drink like very much at all. It, Every now and again, I'll have like one, but he doesn't really drink. It's okay. very quite similar to you, where you don't really drink very often. If and you then don't, when I drink, like... I drink. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's because I drive everywhere, because yeah, no cause one you do drives. Drive everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, so it was this stag dude, doesn't really drink. So we're like, right, okay, so we just hit a bar. We got him some shots, didn't want to do them. So we're like, right, okay, I'll do four of your shots if you do just do one. And he was like, right, okay, so we've done them. Straight after it, we start walking back and we go through Concert Square. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up going to this place called Voodoo Bar. Yeah. Never heard of it before. So we started walking down, and there was like 11 of us that were walking down. And the, those people approached us going, hey, do you want to come in this club here? Free shots. And I'm like, yeah, there's 10 of us. Can you get us in now? It's a stag dinner. I'm like, no, 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 no. Sorry, you have to queue up. 
this guy from Voodoo Bar was like, I can get you in, man, I can get you in. I'm like, right, okay, go with this guy then. On the way down, the best thing, I can't believe I forgot to say, there's a midget dressed as Buzz Lightyear, right? <laughs> but I said this wrong way around because all <laughs> walking up was just going, hey, you want a lap dance? Do you guys want a lap dance? And we turn around and there's a midget dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Trying to get you to go into a strip club. Yeah, trying to get us to go into a strip club. Wow. Apart from me and Dave, like, is it off him? Because then we'll well go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have just been amazing. But this little tiny midget dressed as Buzz Lightyear was amazing. Unfortunately, we had to turn him down because no one else wanted to have a, okay. a lap dance off him. Um, but yeah, this guy went, okay, follow me. Now, the entrance to the voodoo bar is literally on the main strip. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he didn't take no. He, it was literally just like it's a one little tiny box place. There's no right. downstairs or upstairs, so it's just literally on oh, the okay. on the straight bit, like on the main road. He didn't take us in the main entrance. He then walked us down the side road, down a little alley, up another side road, round the other side road, and into a back entrance to it. So all the way down there, like this is going to be a really dingy pub, and then we started going down it. I'm like. I think we might just die, actually. I think we're just going to get murdered down a dark alley. <laughs> we went a little bit further down. I was like, nope, it's a strip club. And we walked in. I was like, this definitely looks like a strip joint. There's just loads of women wearing hardly anything. No blokes, just all women. It, we're like, what's going on here, Toddy? Are we going? Are we actually... It wasn't a strip joint. It was just a really tiny, tiny venue. which was just filled. Okay. Women must have been getting free drinks. Okay. Because there was no blokes in there. It was just all women. <laughs> We walked in, and all the girls went, <laughs> Really? Just left. left. And there was about, like, six girls left, because two were kissing each other in the corner, having a nice little time. Okay. Um, and the rest were just like, right, we'll finish these and go. Which made us feel quite awkward, and we just stood there going, um, I think we need to, sort of like, finish these and go, because this is just very weird. It was a really, really creepy, good, like, <laughs> bar. And when I say bar, imagine a box which could fit about 20 people in. Amazing. That was it. That was the tiniest bar I've were ever been you wearing your mask? Life. Yes. We okay. were wearing masks. Do you want to explain yeah. the masks? <laughs> we were wearing masks. I'm going to put a photo up on, um, on our website, just on our Twitter, just so you can see what I'm talking about. We had a group of, because it was stag, we obviously had like 10 of us or 11 of us that were wearing masks. Um, now, we had quite a few that ranged from the Chuckle Brothers, um, we had Boris Johnson. We had I was Psy, and this is what we were going to talk about now. Gangnam um, Style, Psy Gangnam Style. Okay. The mask is incredibly racist. <laughs> is the best way to put it because he obviously Psy's face. He's got the sunglasses on all times, like the trademark Psy. Yeah. So instead of giving him the circular eyes, which everybody else had, I had two very tiny slits in my eyes. <laughs> this is the mask that someone bought or made. No, this is the mask that someone bought. It's it's actually an officially licensed Psy mask. No, jeez. Because everyone else's, like apart from um, Rodney from Only Fools and Horses, no one else's had the like the brand on the back. But mine had Psy, and his one had Only Fools and Horses. But the amount of girls that come up and taking the Chuckle Brothers masks uh, were immense. There's so many. There was we we're at that voodoo bar, and there's a group of girls at the um, at the bar <laughs> waiting to be served. They seen the Chuckle Brother mask of Barry. You're like, uh, can, can I just borrow that for a minute? And I'll make uh, semi-naked guys was like, yeah, sure, take this. <laughs> he took the mask as the girl standing waiting to be served. She turned to her mate who's wearing a mask, literally near enough, like face to face. So as she turned around, she just seen Barry from the Chucker Brothers. 
shit herself and went to swing and then realised who it was and just started laughing. Just could not stop laughing for ages. And she was like, oh my God, that was the scariest thing. I can't believe someone's reaction when they see Barry Chuckle is to take a swing at him. I think if he was literally right in your personal space. I mean, I would have licked his nose. I would embrace him. Personally. But that's just me. (laughs) So Thor, right? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, this guy on YouTube is called Everyday Thor. Um, and it's amazing how much he actually looks like him. It's really good. He's got a really good costume. Um, and there's, let me see, this video is Francisized. Francisized. That is quite, quite scary. <laughs> he's he spent a lot on the costume, and he's got the hair, he's got the beard. And he basically just does random videos of him walking around town, um, just doing things. And this is him exercising, doing prancercise. He also um, reviews uh, Man of Steel, uh, Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> See, why, why do you need Chris Hemsworth then? Yeah, so exactly. Just get this guy into he seemed to... very happy to do it. How much would he have for walking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing not a lot. I have seen the Man of Iron, the third. But, yes, so anyway. We've done far too much of that. We've done too much of playing YouTube clips over the uh, microphones. Yeah, as I say, we've never done it, and so far today we've played like three now. Yes. I'll show you later, Ash. No. No. (laughs) Just go on your phone and Google for Everyday Thor. No, because other random stuff may come up about Thor. No, you'll see. Everyday Thor is, is a guy's name. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, as really? you say. Not Ash on YouTube. Has a, <laughs> Ash has a habit of doing it. Like, we went to see, Thor uh, porn. We went to see The Man of Steel, uh, and we were talking about uh, The Man of Steel, and obviously Henry Cavill, and she was talking to her mum about it, so her mum Googled Henry Cavill. Oh, God. Whatever no. you do, don't Google image search Henry Cavill. <laughs> okay. It's just really naughty things that Excellent. turn up. There's um, a lot of Photoshop. I'll just say that. Oh, right. In another guy. Is it Photoshop? Or has he got a sordid past? Well, it's a bit of a... Maybe he should be the new Spider-Man. Wow. <laughs> he could play MJ. He could play MJ, yeah. Mm. Sure Andrew Garfield would love that. Yeah, that is uh, Red. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, actually, um, we, me and Red discussed this a little bit ago, but, right... We're trying to think of things that we can put on our YouTube channel. Something that's original. Because, yeah, we we do lots of days out. We do our, our Geek Out um, show, which, uh, you know, it's fun to do. Got to meet some cool people, interview things, and go to theme parks and all sorts. Now, I had an idea, and Steve doesn't seem very happy about this. Um, but I think Reg responded to it. So, what's really popular on YouTube? Cats. Yes. Right. Okay, what's also very popular on YouTube? Parodies. Yes. Right. Somehow we can combine these two worlds. Now I think we should we could do music video parodies. Oh, I was I was near that. I cats. thought you were going to do like a life as a dog but then have a cat. But no, that's no. not what you thought, right? No. I'm sorry. Right, imagine this. So you've seen the blurred lines video. Yeah. Yeah. Blurred lines. Yeah, that one. That, exactly yeah. that. Right. Right. We have 
we do the white background. Yep. We have the camera set up and we put just cats there walking around on it um, and keep flashing up like hashtag cats, that sort of stuff, with the song going, but that we've recorded with meows. There is Amazing. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow, 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 Imagine that. Imagine, I don't know, Gangnam Style do, doing that as well. Put some sunglasses on the cat and just have him in loads of little positions. Um, what else? Blowing Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Make some robot helmets, put them on some cats, put them against the green screen, film it. Just, it would be amazing. That would be really good, actually. Imagine the the OK Go video, Here It Goes Again. <laughs> With the treadmills. Make some, put, get, get some little mini treadmills, <laughs> put the cats on them, play the song, just put meow in it. I like just, it. Just, it would be amazing. It would be I really amazing, want to do it. Yeah. Now, I have no cats. You have no cats. Steve, he has cats. He does have cats. He's the one thing that's going to stand in this way. I wonder if that's why he's not here today, because he's actually tending for his cats. Maybe. Or maybe he's doing the video about Arkansas. Maybe he was like, this is a terrible idea, and he's going to do it and put it on well, his, Steve, yeah, his, it's, it's, his own it's, YouTube. Steve loves Reddit to the stage where it's just like, True. anything we ever talk about it has to be gone on Reddit, mm. believe it or not. So I think Steve's actually probably at home now doing all these videos and maybe. and putting them all on his Reddit account. Yeah, to be fair, they his could just be... Reddit one. Well, maybe six seconds is quite enough, but Instagram videos, that would be easy enough. That's like 15 seconds, but... I think we should do the full thing. I think if we're going to go for it, we go for it. It'd be so good. Just, and so easy. Yeah. No one steal this idea. This is copyright geek podcast. So, uh, you know, speaking of Reddit, I've got Reddit news. Mm. Yeah, I'm not Steve and I've been on Reddit. Well, I haven't. Someone told me about something today. Um, it, 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 it all, this, this, um, reaches back to last week when I went to a pub and I went up to pay for my drinks. Um, and, uh, Passed the guy, well, went, went, like, got my card out, and the guy was like, oh, just put your card in the bottom of the machine. Mm. And then I saw it had the contactless payment thing. Mm. So I went, oh, contactless, okay, it's only like five pounds from it. So I just, you know, scanned it over the top, went bloop. And then he went, oh, can you just put your card in the bottom there? And I was like, I've just, and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, right, something's gone wrong. Um, uh, I don't know what's happened. Um, hold on a minute, you're going to have to hold on a minute. And was about to go off and get his manager because he was confused that oh, suddenly it paid. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've just done contactless. And he's like, what? What do you mean? I was like, you know, the, that symbol on there, I just scan it over the top and it pays. And he's like, oh, oh, right. Oh, I don't know how that works. And I was like, well, it, it just it says pay, doesn't it? It just yeah. did. <laughs> it works. <laughs> so I was telling someone today um, and they mentioned this thing on Reddit. Some guy in 7-Eleven in the States went in. Um, bought like I think limits about fifteen dollars. Bought about fourteen, thirteen, fourteen dollars worth of um of food and drinks. You know, big gulps and stuff. And went up to the counter, and the the guy was about to take his money, and he just went bloop and scanned it, and it paid. The guy was so angry that he did it, he was so confused at what was going on that he actually threw him out. He started arguing it with him. It was just like get out of. And he was actually Indian, so when I do this voice, it's because it's accurate. What? Get out of my my Seven Eleven. Went outside. The guy took a photo of him, and he's giving him the finger. <laughs> actually took a photo, put it on Reddit with his receipt as well, and so the receipt was listing everything that he bought, and then void. The guy, even though it paid, the guy was like, he, he was like, no, I want you out of my shop now, and he voided the transaction. Unbelievable. <laughs> the biggest joke was one of the items on the receipt was uh, was like ultimate nachos. So if if no one's been to a Seven Eleven, just uh, it, it's 
essentially a petrol station with like loads of you know food you can buy drink loads of loads of help yourself stuff so go and fill your own drinks nachos they have a nacho stand where you can make your own nachos pour your own cheese on and everything jalapenos whatever the heck you want um so this guy had made this ultimate nachos which is about six or seven dollars once you've made that what you can't really put it back (laughs) and so the guy avoided the transaction just had to throw the nachos away (laughs) it's like the guy had paid yeah, you've just voided it, and now you've had to throw away some nachos. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. That absolutely so, crazy. But it's yeah. witchcraft, I suppose. Yeah. Which is probably just, why you got him on it. This, all this new technology, it just people don't understand it. You're working in a place that does it. I mean, this was specifically, this guy was paying with his phone, so I think he was just like thinking he'd hack the system or something nah, like that. right, okay. But, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Google been Wallet. Been Japan for a while, though, haven't you? you can they use do your, it over here, but... Yeah, you can use your phone and, like, vending machines. Let's face machines, it, until... Which is very bizarre. Until Apple decide they're going to, like, get on board with NFC, it's just not going to take off. No. Because that's, <laughs> that's the thing. That they'll they'll call it something crazy, like, air money. Yeah. And people will be like, it's the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> this is amazing. But even Google Wallet, you... um. If you sign up with Google Wallet in the States, you get $10 welcome credits. They give you $10 free money. Right. Um, and someone I used to work with, um, they, um, what do you call it? They routed a, a, an Android phone so they could put the American market on there and then got that, got the $10 free, went into McDonald's and bought like four McFlurries with it. Amazing. <laughs> it's like, this is brilliant. So, yeah, don't want to root my phone though, but I'd love to do that. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's rooting your phone the same as like jailbreak, basically, but, but for it's an like Android the Android phone. equivalent. Yeah, so well, your HP touchpad was rooted. That was a, uh, a WebOS machine that I rooted for you. Um, in fact, while we're on tech news, um, we don't get a lot of tech news, but Nokia have just announced its brand spanking new phone, uh, new Lumia, Nokia Lumia 1020, with a 41 megapixel camera. Jesus. Yes. Now, about a year and a half ago, they had a, a phone called the. Um, the Pure View, um, which was a Symbian. Everyone remembers Symbian. Everyone remembers it was terrible. Um, didn't actually come out properly because it came out in a few countries. UK never got it. But essentially, it's 41 megapixel sensor that gives 5 megapixel photos. So the point of it is um, that every pixel that, it, that it's got, it takes like about 9 of them and makes 1 pixel. So it actually then, you know, cuts it down to a five megapixel photo it kind of in a similar way to the the um the camera on the hc1 except that is specifically four megapixels um it's just it does just look absolutely incredible some of the photos you get from it look amazing is this one where it's Full. at night time and it can still do yeah the... image it's got image stabilizer in it but look just because every pixel nine pixels is one it's it's getting such good quality from those those pixels um any video you film because it's got full 41 to use you'll film a 1080p video actually sorry 720p video and you can zoom in up to five times on that video without actually losing quality then stays at 720p it's looking very impressive it's i guess it's the first windows phone that's maybe had something unique about it and something that's going to stand out bar the camera though what what else is is it's a pretty standard um you know, I mean, it's the same as the Lumia 820, the same as the right. Okay, Lumia so it's mainly just the camera that's the difference in it. Yeah. Saying um, that though, Nokia have been going. They're doing well. They're doing yep. really well, and they've also just bought out. I, I work in a in an industry where I go all about the sort of the infrastructure about how Nokia works instead of about the handsets. Okay. I work in the the networking side of it. 
Now, the networking side of it is called NSN. It was Nokia Siemens Network. Yeah. Um, oh, they bought no- out Siemens, yeah, haven't they? $1.7 billion. So they've still got the money. It, it, <laughs> it costs them to do it um, because they think that Siemens haven't been on board with the actual majority of what they want to do with the market share, which was the handsets and bring it back mainly into hmm. the actual technology side, they've whereas got Siemens another... are all about the transporting of the, the data and of the network yeah. instead of the actual handsets. They so. definitely need another revenue stream, though, don't they? I mean, they, they're doing, they, they are coming back. Windows phones have sold, like, Epically over the last year compared to how they how they were, but it's See, I, not quite I enough. Genuinely didn't like it when when my phone my old phone was yeah. knackered my HTC and I like you my Lumia eight hundred. Um, yeah, you give me the the Lumia and I hated using it. It got to the stage where I wasn't sociable for about a <laughs> month because I just couldn't use the the fucker. Well, it was it was horrible. It just wasn't a nice phone to use. Newer version that was Windows Mobile seven point five. So the new Windows Phone eight is. Is actually quite an improvement. I still, I agree. I, I mean, I, I got a, I happened to get a, a free Lumia 820, and I used it for a little bit, um, and then the HTC One came out, and I got a HTC One, even though I'd been given a pretty amazing phone for nothing. It still wasn't enough to make me want to give up on my Android. Yeah, Dan sucked me in the other week, and uh, yeah, and got me HTC, into the HTC one. one crowd. I did, I did offer you S4s and things like that. You know, to suggest you bought these other things, but no, you're like, no, I want a HTC One. Well, after seeing your HTC One and all the nice things it could do, because like the One S I had, like the likes of when we put information up on our website, with the One S I had, it, I found it, it it was quite hard to do it with the tumbler wrap. Hmm. Whereas with the One, it seems so much more fluid. Yeah, it's really nice to do it, it and I don't sort of struggle with that, which is really nice. The camera on it's great. I understand Ashley's going, my camera's better than yours in the background because she's got the S3, and apparently hers is a lot better than Claire and the mine. Um, But apart from like that, I mean, it's really great. The only downside I've got is I keep accidentally putting Zoe on, so I want to take a photo of something. And end up taking like a little mini five second clip. But it doesn't matter. You you get the frame from that photo. I'll have to show you how it works. You, Fred. Yeah, because I also <laughs> want to see how you do the. You know, when we went to Alton Towers, you done the Oblivion yes. drop thing. I want to hold that sequence shot out as well. Okay, yeah. that's fine. We'll do that when we're not recording a podcast. Which would be great. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I do really like it. it. It's just a really nice phone. Really, really nice it phone. Is the screen's pretty, huge pretty, on it. And it's pretty, beautiful. Ten eighty p. It's mental to think now. You pick, everyone goes on about, oh, I've got a 52-inch TV. It's 1080p. It's amazing. And then I've got a 4.7-inch screen here that's 1080p. Same number of pixels in that as your 52-inch TV. It's, it's ridiculous. Very true. It's, it's a bit weird. Totes ridiculous. Although, on a slight note to obviously massive screens and small screens, um, the Steam sales happened. Yay! Woo! And um, it's been so much I want to spend my money on. I've not looked it's, yet. It's I, been... I spent a lot on GOG on there, some of the no DRM sale, which was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. I got quite a few things off. My main one, which was Roller Ghost Tycoon, which I still love yes. playing. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, but I've had a massive hankering uh, to play some Commandos. Like, massively to the stage where I, I, I lent Commandos 2 off down on the Xbox um, to play it again. And uh, it, it didn't fulfill my need. It was weird playing it on a pad. Yeah. I couldn't get my head around oh, it. It's definitely a mouse game. So there I was in work, got a Facebook notification off one of my mates, Den, who was like, oh my fuck, Steam sale gone online. Commandos! I was like, really? So I went on there, the full Commandos complete collection for like £2.24. I was like, <laughs> wow. Right, I've got to do it. 
I've how can you even it. agonize over two pound twenty four? I know it's just because <laughs> I know how it's people who just they're like sixty nine p for that. Uh, uh, just seriously, you'll probably lose that down the back of the sofa. In yeah, a no, week. but I, I didn't mean that. It's just when, when I, I was like so excited to play it again, and it's when you go to hit pl- like buy, you remember the rage that came into your life. Oh, okay. The minute you you press it. And it does. It was a frustrating game, it, really hard. It, it was but so good. It was. It was because last time I played it properly, I was. It came up about ten years ago, I think. The, at least the, the collection, at least. Uh, well, in fact, yeah, it was well before that. It, I must have been about fourteen when I played it, fourteen, fifteen. So at the time, I thought I was quite sort of immature with the the game strategies, so to speak. So I thought at that time frame, it might have just been the way that I was trying to think I was a really great player, but I just couldn't play it very well. That was the reason why it was so fucking hard. Yeah. So there it was. Downloaded it. Unfortunately, the first one with my laptop, my laptop was too good for it. <laughs> so even when you try and put it on, like, you know, the highest sort of setting to try yeah. and make it run that little bit smoother, even on the full screen, it, it takes up about half the screen. And then within that, you run, like, fucking, like, flash. All right. it, it's it's ridiculous. Instead of just walking, <laughs> so you just the, like boom, boom. The and split second timing you dead. need to get past yeah. the soldier. Yeah, it's okay. completely wasted. So I was like, oh no, Commandos Two uses the same sort of engine. It's going to be the same. It wasn't, gratefully. So there I was, yesterday morning. So I was like, right, time to beast this for a fair few hours for the stagnate. <sighs> Done the first mission. Piece of piss. Once it actually. Like you got to try and figure out what button does what now because there's no tutorials with this. It's just <laughs> the thing I completely forgot. It's literally it's like, right, soldier, you need to like get rid of these, go across there, get that box, yeah, come back kill here. Kill that dog, do that. Done. It's not like press I to get your injury. It's like none of that. It, the tutorial is, right, here's a quick video to show you what the mission objective is and then that's it. Yeah. So it's like, right, okay, once I got my head around how to change people and what to do, what it was, it was dead easy and I thought, Right, okay, so if I just line him up, press X, he's on auto-fire, he's going to kill everything, mission complete within the space of a minute. And I was like, right, I remember this being dead hard. <laughs> Second mission, near enough the same sort of thing, you've got to like uh, infiltrate this little mini camp and then they send an invasion across and you've got to stop that. Sort of like four, four mines and it's over and I was like, well, I remember this being dead hard when I was a kid. Oh, this is quite a disappointment. Third mission... People walking past, and all he could see was me just going, fuck, just raging completely. <laughs> it was so hard. It's it's amazing that it, it's it's back to having a really nice hard game like Dark Souls, where it's it's so hard, it's mm. good. Like proper old school difficulty levels. But it's your own mistakes which get you, and you literally wait for that perfect time, like three, two, and you click that little bit early, and you're like, no! And that whole half hour of building up to that one moment is just <laughs> completely wasted Brilliant. on your own error. Love Auto it. Auto save turned off, of course. Of course, you you know <laughs> how I feel it. with, uh, with, with yeah, you know how how I feel <laughs> with this. Speaking of autosave, save, though, um, Deus Ex: The Fall has come out now on the iOS and the Android markets. Yes, for you to play. Um, funny story. Right. Um, Squeenix, which is Square Enix. Didn't want people to play it with a with a jailbroken iPhone. They didn't want people to be able to download it illegally through Cydia and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what they done was they um they basically got rid of the guns or the ability to fire your gun. So you could have a gun, you just couldn't fire it if you had a jailbroken iPhone. <laughs> so fair enough. Which would have been in in effect is brilliant because it was their way to stop you from downloading it illegally. Mm-hmm. What they failed to forget is people could just jailbreak their phone just to alter certain settings 
Mm, yeah, fair enough. And like personal legitimate reasons for doing it. Yeah, which what don't loads of people freaked out because they actually paid the seven ninety nine. It's not even as though it's a cheap game, like you know, a sixty nine p game. It's seven pounds ninety nine. It's amazing. It's always ridiculously expensive, but people buy it because of the name. And that's the, the simple thing. Like Dave has bought everything because it's got Square Enix on. There's Final Fantasy whores out there which literally will buy just a fucking a still picture for like a tenner because it's cloud and it's got Square Enix on. And you're like, okay. right? I love my Final Fantasy. I really do. I was dead happy when Final Fantasy VII got released on Steam again. It was it's it's beautiful. I mm. paid the tenner for it. I'm dead happy about it because of the enhancements it's got to it. It is a great game, but for that. That volume, it's, it doesn't speak it. But um, yeah, anyway, because Square Enix didn't tell the people that this was in place before they released the game, yeah, everyone kicked off. They've got nothing to stand by. So they're like, right, okay, um, I'll tell you what, we'll do you an update. And they've now let everybody use the gun. So okay. what they've done is their piracy stopping technique has backfired on them. And now they've... And they've backtracked. Yeah, and now they've brought it up to everyone's attention. Everyone's like, well, why the fuck should I pay for it? Boom. And going around the side, jab at the phone and start downloading for free, and it's now becoming one of the most pirated games on the uh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because the new, yeah, because the news been out there that this game now works. And like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, everyone's like, I'm, I'm, well, I'm dead and you know what this is like. Mm. And got off and just like jailbroke it. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's come out this week is the gameplay footage for GTA Five. Yeah. Right. Yes. I'm excited. Right. I, I used to be really, really excited for this. I got to the stage where the, the original GTA was one of my major, like, major gaming hypes. Um, I loved it so much. And then when he did GTA 2, fantastic. GTA London was amazing. GTA 3, when he brought it into 3D, it was unbelievable. Vice City was great. San Andreas wasn't so good. Um... And then after San Andreas, I sort of just lost it a little bit. Um, it just sort of seemed to get a bit too big for its boots, is what I was trying to get at. Um, they had so many ideas, which were great ideas, but then they forced too much into the one. The main thing I'm talking about here is Grand Theft Auto 4. Um, the date and sim they had in there was just <laughs> just horrendous. If you're going to be trying to work your way up to in, in the mob, you don't want to have to go into a date and sim as well where you've got to try and please women and you've got to do everything else involved with it. You want your game, you want your GTA the way it should be. You've got your little escort quests, you've got the go and destroy everything, you've got your drug uh, quests. You know, the fact that you had to eat and drink, you had to get everything all social. No, just no Rockstar. Just no. Did they do any gangbang stuff? Strangely, there, there was a, a ring, Ash, um, on GTA, on every single GTA where you could have sex with a prostitute in your car, right? You had to pay them. No, I and mean, then like. Straight after it, you run them over and get your money back. No, I, mean, I don't mean like that. Oh, right. I just mean, like, you know, a massive group of friends, like a big orgy, really. You mean, can you get, like, a multiplayer on it? Well, you know, having, like, I don't know, several prostitutes or. No, there wasn't that sort of gangbang around it. There was a, a game mode, I think, on Grand Theft Auto 4 called Gangbang, but that was mainly just you have like four <laughs> on your team and four on like your team. So like I'd have like me, Dave, Dan, and and Steve. And My you, team of whores. You'd have like four of your whores. Yeah. That would fight against us, and that that's all it was. It wasn't really. You wouldn't like stand a, proper... a chance, to be honest, against four whores as well. So. I don't know. 
Well, no, I probably won't do because no. I've seen how competitive you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. It literally took all the great part from what was the Grand Theft Auto series so far. Right. I'm sorry. I'm going back now. And then right. and then just brought it. You just acknowledged into... that I disappeared off to go to the toilet. No. Oh. But Carry on. You now have Ash asked me about the gang banging on GTA Four. Okay. Um, but yeah, so GTA Five, the gameplay trailer. Oh my life! It's it's got exactly what. It should have been with GTA 4. Yeah. It, it's took everything what was great from the last previous sandbox titles. Uh, I think the main influence for the, the the gameplay, especially with the gunplay, because the gunplay in GTA has always been shockingly bad, which has always been the downside from mm. it. Whereas the past previous couple of sandbox titles, like sort of the Saboteur, um, Saint Row, uh, there's, there's been so many now that actually have the gunplay as Sleeping Dogs as one of the the, the best sandbox titles out in recent years mm. have the fighting and the gunplay down to a T. It's done so well. GTA Five has now gone right. Well, Rockstar come. We we uh, we can better that now. Yeah. And it looks sublime. It looks as though it could actually be a third-person shooter, mm-hmm. but it also looks like it could be a driving game. Yeah. It also looks like it could be a mini game, uh, just game it, itself. It, it genuinely looks like you don't even need to go around sealing cars, robbing banks, shooting people. You can just go, I'm just going to go on holiday, you're going to go to a park, going to go parasailing, going to go rock climbing, I'm going to ride this mini golf. bike, it's just don't play me. Everything about, well, it's genuinely, it's proper golf, it's a proper golf sim that's inside sandboxed it. Sandboxed is yeah. just perfect description for it because it just really, genuinely, scale genuinely it. hope though that they don't do the usual and just bite off that little bit too much and they can chew. Mm. But so far from what I've seen from it, and the other thing I, I love showing the gameplay footage, I was always intrigued to know how it's going to work out when you can swap in between your three main like people yeah. you play with, your characters. And it looks so good, the, the in, interchange between the characters throughout the, the gameplay trailer, and one of them's literally just chatting away. And then the next one, as he swaps over, and as soon as he gets in the car, the other one swaps over, and he's just being chased by like 10 police, just down the sink. You don't know why. Mm-hmm. So you're like, shit, God, and you've literally got to physically try and get out of the cop chase before you can swap across to another character. So it's got that whole breathing environment. Yeah. Everyone's and you might switch to a character and the guy's just kind of sitting there watching TV or something. Yeah, can... and the other one's trying I'm... to rob a bank later on. You're like, what the... I also <laughs> love how... I mean, we put it on our website already, so go and have a look. But the way it actually switches between them as well, it does kind of... It... It goes to an overhead view and does this little kind of dun 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 and zooms out and then yeah. flies across the city and goes dun dun and zooms back in. It just little things like that. It's, 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 it's got a nice, lot of nice and, little touches. And that's the, the load screen for it is just perfect because that's in effect what that really is. But you don't yeah, really realise exactly. it's because it's interacting all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really well thought out and it's got me to the stage now where I was quite genuinely excited for Saints Row Four. After playing Saints Row 3 mm. again recently, especially because this month it's free on PSN. If you haven't downloaded it yet and you haven't played it, I can't honestly recommend it highly enough. It's just something so stupid and so much fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. I watched a bit the like trailer for 4, actually, recently. I've still never played any of them. I've got 3 sitting there. Um, you, but... you need to play 3. I would... <laughs> Random story. I was sitting there playing it this morning um, while I was waiting for Ash to grab shower before I went out shopping. And... Uh, I've got this thing called, called the Punisher. Uh, no, the, the the sorry, the Penetrator. Is, <laughs> okay, that is sounds what it's called, Which is basically <laughs> just a massive dildo on a stick, which you use as a baseball bat. So there I was, just literally running around, just like hitting people for this quest that you had to do. Oh, this mission, sorry, you had to do. 
as a family are walking past the window. Mm-hmm. As they're walking past, the kid is obviously like, he's playing a game in there, and sitting there watching me play this game. Mum and Dad looking, see the, the weapon I'm using, and just take the sun away, and just like shake their head in shame as they're walking past. I'm like, oh, come on, it's just a... <laughs> Just a guy beating women prostitutes to death with a, with a massive dildo. It's nothing <laughs> bad, surely. Wow. Um, but obviously that's the funny side of, of Sandbox. That's the bit where GTA sort of has gone serious Well, now. that's the thing. Saints Row, that's, they've, they've thought, yeah. right, how it, can we yeah, be different? It's all about it. And I think that works really nice after playing the serious ones, like the Saboteur and then playing Sleeping Dogs. GTA as well. They've all gone for the serious approach. There's a little bit of tiny comedy in there every now and again with GTA. Mm. Like some Ricky Gervais on the sitcom and stuff like that in GTA 4. It's got some nice touches. Like The only one thing which Saints Row doesn't have, which GTA does so well, is the radio, the, the talking radio. Yeah. There's got some amazing radio stations on Saints Row, but GTA, that's the one the one staple. If you're going to have, mm. if you're going to have the three famous things for GTA, you have... The bad driving, yeah, because it's never really that great. You have the thing of you never want to do the missions. You just want to cause as much chaos as normal yeah. and just see how many missions. cops you can get after <laughs> before the army comes across. See how many you can survive. And three is the radio stations. Yeah, you don't even need to have a proper game as IGJ as long as you have those three things. You're laughing. Mm. It's brilliant, and that's the one thing I'm genuinely looking forward to because the Saints Row doesn't give you the, the last two. The yeah. cops aren't really much of an issue in Saints Row. Well. And what I might just do is next next Saturday, I might just play Saints Row four and and skip three, because um, it's going to be playable at MCM next week, Reg. Well, it turns out I might have to just sort of skip part of the stag do to come to this now. Your other stag do. Yeah, I've got another stag do. This is <laughs> this is the one that I might not come back alive from. So Excellent. this might actually be the last podcast you hear me on. Brilliant. Um, I might get Steve on a few more. <laughs> Chance will be. A I'm fine still. Thing. I'm still waiting for the Danless pod. Mm. I threw down the the thing. I know. I, I, I was genuinely like, excited you know to do it as well. You, you and Steve do one. I'm going to sit one out. I'm going to take a, a, a breather for a week. You um, know what? I think. I think the not next week. So you're going to do one for live from the con, aren't you? Yes, live so, from Manchester Comic Con. So the one after, even if he doesn't get involved in it, I'll do it by myself. No, not by yourself. Yes, Rich. I'm going to do a Danless pod. I will do it, even if I sit here with Ash and get Ash to do it with me. Okay. Because that'll just be weird. It'd be funny, but it'd be weird. Mm. Um, I'm going to do a downless pod. I've decided. Okay. So, uh, yes. I apologise in advance, because it might not be the greatest one. Send but... it to me. I'll, I'll listen to it, and then I'll just cut into it with me talking to you. <laughs> I love the fact that... I'll, so the next I'll, news yeah. is regarding <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, really, Reg? Excellent. Tell me all about it. Well, instead of that, why don't I tell you about the Legacy uh, collection that's just about to come out of Metal Gear Solid? That's okay. a really nice little uh, spin-off. You though, may briefly talk about this before we geek out. Yes. Um, it's coming out over here. It's, it's not got the exact date yet, but it's got a September release date over in the UK. Um, for the people that don't know about this, it's Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, and then you've got Metal Gear Solid 1, which isn't HD, You've got Metal Gear Solid 2, which is HD, Metal Gear Solid 3 HD, Metal Gear Solid 4 HD, um, and then you've got the VR missions included as well, a um, 100-page art book, um, and it's all for the beautiful collection of $50, which over here, when it comes out over here, is going to be about 40 quid or yeah, 35 quid for the entire Metal Gear history. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a budget title, but... My word, it's it's insane. Be. It's so insane. It, it's so good. Um 
I'm genuinely excited for this again. I've been going through and just like playing through Metal Gear Solid 1 again after I watched this thing on YouTube called Did You Know About Gaming? And there's like little facts about Metal Gear and I was like, you know what, I really need to play that again. So went off and done it and I've got a massive urge to buy the GameCube Twin Snakes one again because uh, I lent it to one of my friends and I haven't seen them for years now. So I think that's gone. Okay. So I need to rebuy it again. Um so yeah, that's coming out in September at some time. And just one final thing, because Metal Gear just really reminded me of it. I'm just okay. going to spin off from that again, just for a quick second. Um, obviously, in the latest Metal Gear, Kiefer Sutherland's going to be playing Snake. He is. Right. In the latest Splinter Cell, mm-hmm. they're not going to have Michael Ironside back uh, to really? play Sam Fisher. What? Yeah. It. it I think that's it, just it, as bad. It didn't, it didn't make any sense at all, and it hasn't done until they've finally given the reason to why. It's not, is it? There's, there's been a massive kickoff, not, and the reason why... It's not Kiefer. It's not Kiefer Sutherland, no, no, no. It, I wish it was, because that would make me go, you know what, great. <laughs> the reason why is because when they did the original Splinter Cell, they had the motion capture guy, then they had a voice guy, and then they had uh, the, uh, well, the engineer, which got the motion capture guy and the voice guy to coincide together so it was three people to do it so what they've done now is they've just got the action guy who's doing both the actual voice work and the the mocap work for it uh they're they're doing it all at once so basically ubisoft are doing it on the cheap so it's no it's nobody it's not anyone you'll have heard of it's not no again that's one of the never heard of but if you think with with sam fisher michael einside his voice is Mm -hmm. is sam fisher so the thing is, they're not even trying to do it in a future time where it's, you know, there's a decent enough excuse or back in the past, like with Metal Gear. Mm. It's nothing like that. It's just like, oh, yeah, we're doing this on cheap now. So um, enjoy a new guy Shame being that. Sam Fisher. Admittedly, though, it's supposed to be the best Splinter Cell since the second one, since Pandora. Mm. So I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. After playing Conviction, which was great, I did. it wasn't a Splinter Cell game in the slightest. It was just a damn good game. Mm. This apparently is going back to its roots. After seeing the original gameplay trailer for it last year, I wasn't excited, but hearing all about it and watching the latest one, it's really getting me pumping for it. Yeah. I'm genuinely excited for this. I do yeah. like the look of it, but that's just a bit weird. I, I'll buy. I'm fine with Kiefer Sutherland doing anything, so I'll I'll go into that. I mean, David Hayter, you know, great, been perfect. I think, continue with yeah, him, but if it, gen- it's Kiefer, if it was it's Jack. anyone else. Apart from Jack Bauer, that was um, that was taken over, probably won't play it because I know for a fact I wouldn't enjoy it. It's it's the little silly things and it's the things that really annoy me is when voice actors change. Mm. And I notice it in loads of animes and, and mangas I watch uh, when they get brought across, and you, because the English like uh, actors don't get paid. I suppose very well for certain ones they do or they move on quite rapidly because they take ages to get translated and brought across over to the UK. Yeah. That your your favourite characters will change voice actors. And if you watch four series of a which are quite a lengthy process because it's not just like ten episodes, it's like eighty episodes of series and stuff. And then you get you get used to that character, you get used to the voice and you know that's who that character is. And then all of a sudden they just completely change it and you just lose any love you had for that series. Mm. And I, I just hope, even though I know I love Kiefer and I know that no matter what he does, it won't ruin anything. He, I know he's playing a different snake, but in my head I just keep thinking, David Hater, David Hater, David Hater. And to me, I, I just hope it doesn't ruin it because he played it perfectly. Don't be a hater. 
Damn. Yeah. Um, one more thing. Cad. One, just one final thing. Um, don't know whether really I have to say anything more than the headline, but um, man dies after cow falls on top of him. <laughs> Is this like I've been down. Gym? <laughs> what? Possibly. Yep. Maybe. Amazing. Okay. A Brazilian man has died after a cow fell through his roof on top of him and he was in bed. <laughs> Wait, hang on a minute. <laughs> I haven't so, even read this story yet. So a I just cow saw the fell through a roof. Fell through his roof in Brazil, um, and he died. He was in bed. His wife was okay. Was this like cow cownado? How how did how did the cow <laughs> yeah, get just through through? Yeah. How how did this happen? Um, okay, João Marie de Souza, forty five, was in bed with his wife when the animal fell through his ceiling of their home. In Car- uh, Caratinga, southeast Brazil, the cow is believed to have escaped from a nearby farm and climbed onto the roof of the couple's house. <laughs> which, <laughs> which... <laughs> How did he do that? Did he get like a little ladder <laughs> just to climb up the roof? <laughs> Amazing! It's like um, the great escape. Wait, it actually just... explains it. Um, okay, uh, it backs onto a steep hill. Apparently, the corrugated roof immediately gave way, and the one and a half ton animal fell eight feet onto <laughs> Mr. D'Souza's side of the bed. His wife and the cow both reportedly escaped unharmed. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> that's like, I'm for, all right. I'm really sorry for Mr. D'Souza because obviously that's a really tragic accident. But how random is that? <laughs> Uh, rescuers That's took Mr. Really... D'Souza to hospital with a fractured leg with no other obvious injuries, reporting that he was he was conscious and talking normally. Hours later, however, he died from internal bleeding <laughs> while still waiting to be seen by doctors. Wow. Oh, only in Brazil. And if it was over here, the doctor would say, pull the other one. Wow. If he'd have only moved out the way, he'd have been fine. What a uh, catastrophe! Wow, jeez. Oh, I I did I I had already heard this story previously. <laughs> Don't bullshit me, Dan. Wow. <laughs> um, there's actually a photo of his roof as well. Oh, amazing! Is a cow in it? Oh no, it's literally. It is a cow shape though. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's actually literally <laughs> just like um. It, it is like a little shanty house, so so, yeah. <laughs> oh. I feel quite sorry uh, for him, but I just had images of this cow climbing the ladder and then just jumping in. <laughs> He's like, that bed looks comfy. <laughs> the the uh, whoever did this this uh, article, uh, Mister D'Souza's brother-in-law, Carlos Correa, told Brazil's Jose MD a newspaper. Being crushed by a cow in your bed is the last way you expect to leave this earth. <laughs> but in my view, it wasn't the cow that killed Dar Chow. It was the unacceptable time he waited to be examined. What? <laughs> of course, because the cow didn't do it in the first place. <laughs> <It> gets... <laughs> the his grieving mother told Brazil's, Brazil's Super Canal TV channel, I didn't bring my son up to be killed by a falling cow. <laughs> Surely, surely that goes without saying. <laughs> How can I? I've got all the things to come out with. I 
never brought my son up to be killed by a falling cow. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> how can... Oh, my God. Uh, oh, the worst bit how is... How can you bring your son up to be like that? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> the owner of the cow could actually be charged with involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> no way. That's that's mental. Like that because how can he? It's not his fault. <laughs> Surely that a cow escaped and then decided to jump a roof isn't the farmer's fault. No, I just mm. yeah. The fact his roof shouldn't have been backing onto a onto a hill. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to do the um the picture for this pod this episode podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a cow. I'm gonna blur it so it's falling. It's oh. I can't wait. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. dear. <laughs> my, my head now hurts because of the, the, the laughter that I've been trying to just contain for the last five minutes. <laughs> that uh, is a genius. I think that's right. why we'd be no good as news reporters. Imagine, <laughs> as, imagine me especially as a news reporter. <laughs> that would not work very well in the slightest. Not at all. Wow. God bless. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, on that note. Um, oh, before we go, <laughs> say on that note, then I do believe there's a little bit of a, a whore on us out to do. Yeah, oh yeah, we we really need to do this at the beginning of the episode because there will well, be people. I would have done, but then you, you the start us off by okay. just going off on a complete tangent we'll, we'll because I introduced for a change. Yeah, that's the way. That's we're why. Done. That's and why. I, I, I think I've done it better as well. Yeah. Personally. Um. Yeah. Please go to our Facebook page and our Twitter page and our YouTube page. Um. It's all Facebook.com, Twitter.com. YouTube.com forward slash g dot e dot e dot k. G D O T E D O T E D O T K. And also our website's g dot e dot e dot k dot com as well. Um I'll I, in fact I think I'll post the cow story so yes. you can all have a little read of it. Um and you'll a lot of the stuff we'll talk about will already be up there and you can look on our Twitter page to see the photo of Reg's racist mask. And um, the other thing that you've mentioned, I forget because I couldn't have been that interesting. Wow, I forget what it Cheers, was. Mate. There was something. There was a picture of something. How rude! What was it? How rude! You don't even remember. Jeez. I don't think there was another thing I was putting up on Twitter. Maybe you just went it. off on one then. Yeah, I thought. So uh, um, yeah. Cheers for that. But yeah, next week we'll be coming live from MCM Expo in Manchester, which. I'm going to put it out there right now. MCM organisers, I'm very, very disappointed with uh, the, your lineup of special guests. If Wrexham Comic Con can get, like, I mean, there's, there's a good 40, 50 people there signing stuff. Um, yet, I go onto your website and you have three people from Merlin, two people from Blooming Dracula, Young Dracula or something like that, um, Warwick Davis. Who's shock everywhere. horror? Not Warwick um, Davis. And the guy who is um the the mocap um guy and voice guy for I don't know the guy's name, but the the character in Far Cry Three, the one on the main box with the mohawk. All oh, right. Whoever that guy is, Vice he's of his, yes, uh, Vigo or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's I it. I believe I played that twice now, and I still can't remember his name. That's 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 all they have. We're a week away from it, and they've not announced anything more. There's got to be a massive, like Edgar Wright. last minute thing. Edgar Wright. Speaking of which, not. yeah. In fact, we, okay. I know we're at an hour twenty here, but let's just. Um, uh, I'm going to go and see Pacific Rim tomorrow. I don't care if I have to go on my own. I'm going to see it because I can't wait. Um, Edgar Wright, <laughs> who of course. Go. I'll, I'll go with you at the end. I'm going. I'm going while you're at work. That's Cheap before five o'clock. Um, 
the Edgar Wright's also got World's End out this week. He is so excited about Pacific Rim yeah, that he even amazing. tweeted, um, if you promise to see World's End next week, go and see Pacific Rim. It's amazing. Uh, what's it? Um, Brian Lee O'Malley said how amazing it is. Repeatedly. Kanye West says it's just amazing. Hideo Kojima says it, he never thought he would see such a film in his lifetime. I, I'm just, I can't wait. I'm genuinely excited. Apart from the actual proper reviews have been. Well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Anyone that matters to me has yeah, said it's, it's amazing. Great. Apparently, not the Kanye West matters to me, but already planning a sequel and they're already planning a video game adaption yeah. for Pacific well, Rim as well. Well, I know there's the Android and iOS game came out. Yeah, but I mean like a proper, a proper next-gen, actual next-gen game. Actual next-gen would be game, pretty cool. Which may or may not, and I'm making this up, but it may or may not actually have the Steel Battalion controller to go with it. Oh, imagine. imagine how freaking awesome that would be. Yeah, but then they don't use it. They use the drift, the mind control. I know, but fuck that. And, uh, I, I need another they're not making to a big Steel deal. Battalion. They're not making a big deal about GLaDOS being the, the voice either. Even the, the latest which trailers nice. didn't include it, which is quite good because that'll be a bit of a, a treat when you get there. Yeah, that and not relying on gimmicks. As bad True. as it sounds, obviously, it's a massive gimmick of fucking giant robots yeah. fighting giant monsters. I think they probably but... had a bit of people going, why is that? Why, why, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and Idris Elba, who, incidentally, we talked about Luther the other week. Um, I've just started watching it from the beginning. It is amazing. It is just so good. I do need to get onto this. I can't. It's, it's like, it is the closest thing that us Brits have to Jack Bauer, I've decided. Because he's mental. He will Excellent. do anything. Anything he needs to. It's just so good. I'm, I'm not up to Series 3, which has started. I'm working my way through Series 1 and 2. But so good. It's on Netflix. So, is it? So go and watch I've it. I've just resubscribed to Netflix as well, cool. so I'll be able to watch the first, if you get to, If you've got nothing to watch tonight, watch the first episode, um, and then you won't be able to stop. Anyway, yeah. Um, sorry, we, we had one more thing after the one more thing, clearly. Two more things. <sighs> not again. But, um, okay, I've been Dan. I've been Reg. And I've been Sean. No, stop this. Sean isn't here. Neither no. is Steve because Steve. he's listened to Little Mix or like reliving the Glee soundtrack Red, stop talking. or something. It's time to geek out. Bye.